Midwood International, the Midwood Files. On 11LRNI, it's LF Midwood. With talk and more.
Judas Kiss with Del Lords. Uh, let me see. My, uh, is that all right? Yeah, that's good. Um, I uh, John played a uh, he played a solo version uh, with Eric Amble, uh, old Roscoe, just Roscoe, uh, playing um, Judas Kiss. So it's, it's kind of it was stuck in my stuck in my head. It was kind of <laughs> lots of things stuck in my head, but. Um, yeah, that one, uh, that track was stuck in my head. And I looked around, and I saw some uh, live uh, stuff of that uh, that uh, Eric Campbell had done. But I said, you know what? Just my luck. I'll play the one that he has that he put some effort into. Uh, uh, and I said, you know what? Just let me play the original. That was uh, from uh, the Dell Lords, uh, based on a True Story album. I think it was their third album. I think that's right. Anyway, uh, welcome to Midwood Files. Uh, hang on. Uh, my name is uh, L.F. Midwood, and this is a Proof of Life broadcast. Yes, it is. Uh, I tell you the truth, uh, we, uh, John and I did a show last week at, uh, I guess it was, I guess that'd be like 10 o'clock or something. You know, he's old. He needs to go to sleep early. It was like 10 o'clock, maybe even 9 o'clock. We did it. We did about an hour of the uh, of the Midwood Files with, uh, with John, obviously, uh, sitting in, and uh Due to technical reasons, uh, we lost the we lost the recording. So, for those of you who actually heard the recording while it was occurring, you are very you are amongst the very few, amongst the very few. Uh, and I got to tell you, I'm uh, I'm really tired. Uh, I guess it all caught up with me. Maybe the traveling, um, you know, three and a half four hours uh, on a bus uh, will wipe you out. Um, I, uh, I guess I spent the last 10 of the last 14 days, uh, give or take, uh, in the, uh, 11L RNI studios trying to get the, uh, server online. Um, I, uh, last week, week, I guess the week before this one, I went down there and, and we had a plan and, uh, we set it up. And, uh, I was having some issues and, uh, Larry Will, I called Larry Will and he helped me out. And that box was basically kind of up and running mostly, uh, except for some things that needed to be done that I could do at a later date. Uh, so while that was occurring, I went home. That took like four days, five days, um, maybe four or five days. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, I went home, meaning I came back to uh, Providence, although that word home <laughs> is uh, it's an interesting word. But anyway, I... Uh, I went home, and uh, I guess I got back on like a Monday, I'm guessing, and I was home Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I got a phone call on Friday. Um, it's really funny, because I had mentioned you, John, I, I had just put him through on, added him to my favorites on my phone, so that when he calls me, it rings no matter what time it is. Uh, very exclusive, exclusive club there. <laughs> And uh, so uh, I recognized the ring. I don't care to tell you what the ring is, but I recognized the ring. So I picked up the phone, half asleep, and I said, hey, what's going on? And uh, he explained that uh, the server that we had set up uh, was uh, was having issues. It was, uh, it was doing funny stuff, and he didn't like it. So I said, okay, what do you want to do? So uh, we got another server. Uh, we got another box. And... Uh, we ordered it right there while I was uh, still uh, actually hadn't unpacked my suitcase. <laughs> What's that say about me? <laughs> um, 
but uh, yeah, so uh, and I said I'd be down. I'd catch the seven o'clock out of out of Providence, which I did. And so I wound up back at the Eleven L R and I Studios around midnight on Friday night, last Friday that just passed. And uh, no, that couldn't be Friday before, right? Because yesterday was Friday. I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we started. I started working on. Uh, I started working on a new box. Um, and uh, I, it turns out that I actually, I configured the uh, IceCast server correctly. I just, I didn't realize what was going on with IPs, where I had a, uh, it's three different IPs on that thing. If it, One IP, if you're encoding directly from the box that the server is on, that's, a, that's one IP. If you're on the network that the server is on, that's a different IP. And if you're uh, encoding from the outside, uh, like uh, Dave and I do, um, it's, uh, an entirely different IP. So I got a little, I got a little tracked up in that. So we got that worked out, which is great. And, uh, the only problem we have now, um, is the, uh, is the friggin', uh, the web server, uh, cause, uh, we use, uh, removable media, meaning, uh, removable hard drives and such. And, uh, or John does anyway, for archive purposes. So we need to have one of those on the box. Um, so that we can serve files to the to the public, to you folks, and uh, it seems that Adobe or excuse me Apache <laughs> Apache I was doing all the time Apache uh, server um, is is it's it's squawking at that. So I put another call in to uh, to Larry, and uh, we uh, he's doing deep diving on uh, on what may uh, help us out in that situation, and um, you know and having conversations. With, with Larry, I, uh, twice in two weeks, I've been, you know, I should call the guy more, not for nothing. I hate calling people just when I have a problem, so I'll have to put him into my rotation because half the call was like, hey, what's going on, you know, um, which is cool, which is, you know, I, I like that. I've always, you know, I've always liked that. Um, so uh, he's going to try and figure that out and get back to us. And uh, last night, I configured some shoutcast service, which we're not using, uh, any longer to uh, for uh, for gymnasium over at the Hank and Jim Radio Hank Jim and Pete excuse me Pete Radio Network. Uh, so he's uh, he should be up and running with that stuff. Uh, and uh, it's it's been a lot of work. You know it's it's obviously uh, going on uh, going on two weeks. The box didn't even arrive until Sunday night. So I arrived on Friday. And this way, all I needed to do was sit around on Saturday and, and, and shoot the shit. And I got to be honest with you, I, I was, it was really good to spend a lot of, you know, it was really good to spend time with John Lightning. How much time was required for me to get that good feeling, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> and I'm sure he could say the same. Uh, but he took care of me real well. Uh, I was fed well. Uh, I was able to smoke, uh, you know, a couple of wake and bakes when I wasn't really doing anything too serious. Um, we had to have uh, a truck roll from Verizon because the box wasn't pingable from the outside. It only took me X amount of days to figure that one out. Um, I actually was clued to that when I was actually on the phone with Larry the first time because he's like, I can't reach it from the outside. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> why, why might that be? You know, and then you scratch your head. And then I started, it's really funny, early on I started to feel like there was something not quite right. So I said to John, I said, um, who's the, who's listed as the tech person on the account, you know, when you call in, you know, meaning Verizon. 
And he said, he was pretty sure it was him. And I said, well, you might want to set it up so that it's me because I'm probably going to be the one dealing with whatever issues on that end may arise over the, uh, over the life of this server. So um, I have to follow up with him on that. And uh, you may have noticed he, uh, while I was there, he gave me some spiffy new, uh, I have a spiffy new opening um, with a tad of maiden at the end. And uh, I got a spiffy new closing you'll hear, I guess, when I'm done uh, done, done dramatizing. Uh, let me open this. I'm not going to tell you what this is. But it's not good for me. <laughs> that much I'm willing to tell you. Mm. And uh, I got to say, I've been dragging ass. I came home, uh, like I said, I guess it was, uh, what's today, Saturday? I came home Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday night I came home. And uh, I've been falling back into getting up later. I was, I was the latest I got up when I was at John's so was, was at like 1130. And the latest I stayed up, it's hard to tell because we kind of rolled, we rolled the sidewalks up around midnight, 1230 around those parts. Um and I would go upstairs into the guest room, uh, which has been redone over fabulously, I might add. And I would have my, uh, I'd have my phone or my tablet with me. So I would, you know, and, and I wasn't taking my daily, like the day dose of pills because it would, it would, it makes me, it makes me basically stupid. <laughs> Just trying to figure out how, how to describe it. It makes me a little, a little stupidy. So I shouldn't really be around running parts and such or of that nature or, you know, code or anything like that. Um, so I don't know. I fell asleep a couple of times with my, with my phone on my chest. I know I rolled over on it um, because I was taking my night meds plus my sleeping pills. And I, I'm taking a new rest, rest wall. I think it is. I'm taking a new sleeping pill uh, with that melatonin stuff. So my sleep has been Probably there, it was probably more regular than anywhere else. But I was getting up anywhere between 6.30 and 11.30, uh, usually closer to like 8 or 9. Although one morning, because I was really, really spry and I wanted to get cracking, to get cracking, I, uh, I got up at like 6.30. I got up before John did. I was downstairs working before John did, and that was somewhat, somewhat shocking to him. But, uh, it, you know, it's possible. <laughs> I wanted to get stuff done. I was like, holy smokes. I started to feel a little bit like a hostage, you know. Um, and I wanted to get the hell out of it. I wanted to go, go back to where I came from. <laughs> so, you know, I to put it. Um, you know, I missed, uh, I missed the producer and I missed the cats. Um, you know, and since this place has been cleaned up, it's a lot, it's a lot better, you know. Um, one interesting thing is I smoked a whole lot that first week and I didn't get sick. And I smoked a whole lot the second week and I didn't get sick. Um, those of you who know me long term, I even, excuse me, I even switched um, strains and I didn't get sick. So interesting, right? So uh, we're left with uh, still feeling that it was the house and the contents of the house that were making me ill. Uh that whole time that I was that I was ill, but I got some follow ups to do. I'm gonna make some appointments with my doctors, and I got one or two uh, appointments I need to make uh, with my uh, specialist, my uh, neurologist, and, uh, and my endocrinologist, I guess. Um, you know, I have a new doctor. This is really kind of interesting. Um, my my old doc, uh, I I where my old doctor was was pretty far away, and I didn't want to have to Uber all that way. 
So I said, well, I'm going to switch more of my medical stuff back to the place that's local to me that's like a, like a mile away or something. So I show up, and it's it's this, it's like a female version of Doctor Who from like the 70s. That's how this, <laughs> that's how this woman came across, which is really kind of interesting. You know, we started talking, and um, it turns out that she's a, she's a Trump supporter. She's a, she's a conservative. And I was like, really? You know, because you don't really get that too much in this area, uh, especially uh, in, in the caps, which are very uh, liberal uh, in, in, their, in their thinking and what they do and whatnot. Uh, turns out she's still quite a bit in debt from, uh, and she's an older woman. She's quite a bit in debt uh, from uh, friggin' uh, uh, nursing and a nursing degree, and then she had a, a regular. She's actually a physician's assistant. So, so we were in there for an hour. I mean, it was like she's like they're going to be so mad at me, but we were catching up on stuff that I needed to catch up on, and uh, you know, because I hadn't been in a while. You know, I hadn't been since uh, since Jerry passed. I hadn't been to my doctor, doctor. So, uh, so we're starting off a great relationship. The, the only problem is, is that uh, my blood sugar went from six four, which is um, really, really like almost pre diabetic, to twelve uh, eight. Yeah, in in like three four months, uh, most likely because I was slugging down the uh, that blue blue stuff from uh, Powerade, you know, uh, and Gatorade as well. The two of them together, kind of almost, um, and soda. Speaking of soda, uh, I drank a whole case of Coca-Cola uh, over at John's. Uh, and that doesn't, that's just metal cans. That doesn't count the cherry Cokes that I was able to get away from him when he wasn't looking. <laughs> and um, he always has uh, Mexico on hand. Um, and I drank a couple few of those uh, as well over the whole stint. So I don't even, I don't even know how much I smoked. I, I smoked way too much, but I also drank way too much. So I'm going to have to stop fucking around here or something bad's going to happen to me. <laughs> you know, it's really going to go to sleep and not wake up or something. So, yeah, it's, I got plans. I got plans, you know. <laughs> um, we ate, uh, we had a challah, uh, like, uh, you know, like the lamb challah, challah and chicken challah with rice. You know, there's a challah place that's still open uh, in, uh, down uh, Reservoir Avenue. Uh, that's real good. And we haven't had it in a while. So I said, well, I want to eat out. You want to order some food? So the producer was like, okay. So we ordered it. So we got a bunch of sodas, which I'm I'm still drinking. That's what I opened. I'll admit it. I'll put my cards on the table. I'll admit it. I'm a bad liar. Um, and uh, the thing of it is, is it smells like hala in here, which is really distracting to me. Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh, it was a good, like I said, overall, I, I don't, I hadn't really, you know, John and I talk on the phone uh, infrequently, so to actually, you know, be o over at the house and hanging out uh, and talking and just, you know, shooting the shit is like, you know, especially since I'm leaving uh, sometime this year, it was really priceless, you know. Uh, you know, and I know the dude since I'm like 16, 17, you know, so he's always been a major uh part of of my life uh but like i said it's but oh the last x number of years it's been you know over the phone i think the, i'm trying to remember the last time i was down there and i think it was at christmas that big christmas uh gathering uh that could be four years ago this year four last five coming up i guess um it's when uh you know gymnasium hank hayes and uh, mrs hayes uh joined us uh so I got to see um, Alan Sane, who's 
who's a very good friend of mine for a very long time. So, you know, any time I can actually spend in a room with him is good. And uh, I uh, I got to spend some time with the boogeyman. We, uh, we all went out to dinner, I think, the previous Saturday. Oh, man, that was good. Uh, piece of steak and uh, even the you know I'm, even the vegetables were good. I found I wound up leaving the uh, potatoes on my plate, uh, but I ate the vegetables, which was like a medity medity med- 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 you know what I mean. Uh, the drummer from the Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, I ate all those <laughs> and I ate all the steak. And you know I said to myself when I sat down, this is this is uh, Lestrade on Staten, Staten Island, you know. Um, I didn't know what I wanted exactly because I've had the steak uh, Siliciano, which I can't find around here. I can only find chicken Siliciano, go figure. Same type of preparation almost, but not quite. Uh, so I was thinking I was going to the whole time because I knew we was going to a restaurant, right? And I said the whole time I'm going to get the steak. I'm going to get the steak Siliciano because I never get to have it. I'm going to get the steak. And then I sat down at the table and the dude came around to take orders and he said, oh, there's like one T-bone left, you know. First come, first serve. So I'm like, oh, I'll take that. <laughs> Medium rare, I'll take. Don't even, just kind of sear it off. Just kind of sear the outside off. Don't worry about the inside. <laughs> so he's like, okay. <laughs> and he came back like 10 minutes later and said, oh, it, we gave it away to someone else. And I was like, oh, man. And I'm like, well, what do you got? And he's got sirloin. So I said, I had sirloin steak. Um, if I had it to do all over again, I probably would have ordered the steak Siliciano, which is what Alan Sane ordered. And it looked delicious. But I got this thing about this restaurant, you know. Um, whenever I go in there, uh, I generally tend, you know, they give you a little salad, you know. You don't have to order. It just comes with the meal. You know? um, and there's copious amounts of bread and butter on the table. So I'm a big bread and butter guy. I love bread. Bread bread, bread and butter and soda will probably be the death of me if it isn't some woman with a hatchet. <laughs> okay? If it isn't that thing, it'll be those things. So I... uh. So I didn't, I said to myself when I sat down and I kept saying, you know how you say, keep saying something in your head because you really want to reinforce it. You know, it's like, so like for two days before we went to this restaurant, I'm like, I will only eat one piece of bread. I will only eat one. I kept saying it over and over and over. And, and you know what? I ate one piece of bread with a fair amount of butter on it. And when I say fair, I mean a fist size amount of butter. Yeah. Don't get excited. But uh, it was good. Well, I, I savored it. It was great. And I had plenty of room to enjoy my food. They also have really good Coke there. Uh, and when I say that, I mean Coca-Cola. Uh, their ratio of syrup to uh, fizz, fizziness, I guess it's seltzer, actually. Uh, is what? I thought I heard a noise. <laughs> Shouldn't be hearing noises. Shouldn't be hearing noises here. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, I'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It was excellent. It was, yeah, yep, 100%, uh, great. Good company. Uh, oh, I had a cannoli for dessert. I, and I was so stuffed just from the, but I managed to get the cannoli down, you know. And, you know, isn't it amazing, and I say this from time to time, isn't it amazing how the cannoli filling is the same stuff that they make those, like, really not too great tasting cheesecakes out of? It's that same ricotta type. I guess it's maybe the amount of sugar. Um, I know the uh, viscosity. There's a word. Viscosity is different. Uh, and it was a real cannoli. It wasn't one of them chocolate-covered suckers. You know, I like chocolate, and I like cannolis. I don't necessarily like them in copious amounts together. And oftentimes, they'll, they'll like, 
it's called enrobing. It's just like, um, say, uh, Malamars. Don't get me going with Malamars, by the way. It's just like Malamars <laughs> where they enrobe. And what happens is, is it keeps the air from getting in, so the cannoli is really, like, fresh all day. I don't want that shit. I don't want that. No, just give me a cannoli, a couple of few chocolate chips across the top, a little powdered sugar, nice shell. Yeah, the shell's got to be good. You know, and that's, that's what they served me, and it was great. And did I have coffee? I think I had coffee. Yeah. All together, it was a great meal. It was a really, really, really good meal. It was a princely meal, I tell you. And uh, then I went home and uh, smoked some more weed. Oh, and I smoked some weed afterwards, too, or before, too, now that I think of it. Um, you know, and I got this question going. I asked John, and he says, uh, when you smoke weed, and he would know, right? When you smoke weed and you eat something, you become less high. Because this is a thing that I read on the Internet where there seems to be some sort of controversy about this. Now, this is true. It'll make whatever you're eating taste better instantly. Seriously. But, uh, you know, the idea of is it actually, uh, is it actually uh, causing you to lose some of your highness? So John thinks it is, and I've got other people who think it's not. So um, I tried to smoke a little bit before each meal so I could savor savor uh savor the food i got uh i got turned on to bacon on pizza again i hadn't thought about it since the last time i was there john likes bacon on his pizza and not these little crumbly things like actual strips of bacon uh and it's damn good it's damn good i tell you so i i don't know if i put on any weight or not i might have it's pretty you know for me like i said still hanging around 225 um, I don't eat like a lot. Like I'm not a breakfast person and he's like a breakfast person. So he'll be sitting there eating his bowl of cereal or whatever it is. And, and I'll be like drinking a Coke. <laughs> it's like the first thing I would do is go over to the refrigerator, grab a Coke, pop it open and, and start drinking a Coke. And they were cold, man, except the ones that were in the door. Um, but, uh, I think he was concerned. Yeah. At, at one point he, he, he was actually concerned about the number of sodas that I was drinking, but. If you figure six would be a case, and then I think it was a 12-pack plus whatever. It's I mean, over the course of, a, of four or five days, it's not that much soda. I mean, at 12-ounce cans, come on. You know, if we were talking like two of your bottles or something, you know, I'd be concerned. I do have to start taking my blood sugar again uh, on a daily um, just to see what's going on uh, and make sure it's not like too crazy, crazy high. And I've been feeling, like I said, I've just been feeling kind of tired. I think I got into a rut over at John's, and it it, it was becoming kind of frustrating uh, for both of us because I just I couldn't get um, I couldn't get Apache to behave. I couldn't bend it to my will like I used to. Uh, and 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 I guess that that's really like the disturbing thing is is I would have never thought that what was required of me uh, to get things running and stable would have been over my head. Um, uh, those of you who are longtime listeners know that I've built a couple of you uh, web-oriented, web you know, whether it be websites or audio servers or both or whatever needed to be done, migrating servers, whatever, whatever the heck needed to be. I've done it. I've done it, you know, and uh, I've done, I've posted servers out of here. And I, I got to do, I'm, that, I may do video. I'm not sure. <laughs> I want to make sure everything's kosher. And then I may show, uh, throw a video server on that box, that, which actually doesn't have a name. We should name that box. All right. Well, when it's all up and running, we can name it. Uh, but I've, uh, 
it was never over my head. So I don't know whether in part it's the drugs because I have been smoking a lot of drugs. Um, whether it's my drugs, whether it's my, um, my friggin', uh, my prescription drugs, my pharmaceuticals, if you will. Um, but stuff just, it's, I was like looking at another language. It might as well have been in Chinese. And that kind of scares me, you know, I'm hoping that this isn't a long-term limitation that I need to, uh, accept, uh, you know, I'm, I'm only, well, I'll be 53 in April, but you know, I've been on these drugs now, uh, for like six years. It'll be like almost seven years by the time April rolls around. And I'm, I'm concerned that there is long-term effects because man, I used to just whiz through this stuff. It would be like, boop, 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 boop. Um, I had some time, uh, I had a hard time when I first started working on things like again, six years ago when I first started, when I first quote unquote came back to the microphone, as they say, um, I uh, needed to migrate from the original metal box, um, that John was on to a virtual server, uh, that he had, uh, that he had bought. They had planned on doing it. And I think, uh, big Steve had passed away and he was, uh, he was uh, taking care of the metal box. Uh, I was on like Seroquel uh, 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 and like whatever the worst combinations that you could, that someone who knows about these things could think of. <laughs> That's what I was on. So I was, I was sleeping like, you know, 18 hours a day <laughs> more even. Uh, and I couldn't figure it out. I was like, holy smokes. And then eventually I figured it out uh, because there wasn't the stress factor. There wasn't the mission critical right now factor. Uh, so I think that that's part of it too. I think uh, there was a certain amount of stress from everybody involved with the project, meaning the most recent project to get it up and running. Uh, mostly John and I, uh, but you know, Dave as well. And, and it's a natural, it's a natural thing to want to, Hey, let's get this thing rolling from, from people who don't necessarily understand how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> because I've said to John, um, uh, Multiple times, multiple times, I've said, uh, if you can find somebody who wants to do this for you, I'll, I'll gladly tap out, man. I'll gladly tap out. You know, I'd rather be more concerned about cleaning my cat's box than fucking taking care of the server, quite frankly. <laughs> um, but it's one of the things that I can do. And, and I said this to John, it's true. It's, it's one of the things that I've always been able to do, for better or for worse, that contributes towards keeping John um, on the air. You know, keeping, helping enhance what he does, you know, contributing towards what he does. Because obviously I'll never be as talented as John in, in regards to radio. I've accepted that, accepted that a long time ago. And that was not the path that I uh, chose when, when I decided to start doing stuff on my own. It wasn't, well, can I do Johnny Lightning or not? Uh, Johnny Lightning does Johnny Lightning just fine. <laughs> he doesn't need any help. Although when he dies, I'm going to steal the Johnny Lightning name and I'm going to play the shows back at quarter speed. That's now a private joke. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, my takeaway from the experience, other than obviously the frustration uh, of hitting brick walls uh, for a couple of few days in a row there, was being able to spend time with the man himself. I mean, you know, Johnny Lightning fans, they get him for three hours and six hours a month, you know? I'm luckily I'm able to talk to him on the phone on a on a semi regular as a person person you know it's like a, just a regular, uh, but I I can't you know again I can't stress how much I enjoyed actually spending time with him. Um, I think maybe my aunt passing away um, had something to do with that you know the the idea of not taking things for granted. 
Um, so I think that that was going through my mind. Uh, the dude's got like 20 years on me. He always has. And that's not going to change. I don't think that's going to change, you know. Uh, so that being said, you know, I kind of want to hold on to what I what I had for as long as I can. Um, you know, and I appreciate the producer understanding that, that, you know, on that level, aside from what needed to be done technically, there was just, you know, me being able to spend time with the old man. It's, it's really, it was the equivalent of us throwing the ball around. Uh, a lot of great music. A lot of great music. Uh, a lot of great jingles, you know. Uh he, uh, he's got a normal daily routine of, of, to a degree, of things that he listens to, and it's all liberal stuff. Uh, so he was concerned that I was going to get, like, upset and too much liberal stuff. And it's like, no, as a matter of fact, one or two things he played for me, uh, I, did not, um, I did not appreciate the politics, but the technical execution and delivery were uh, amazing were amazing. You know, very much to tell you the truth, like John himself. I don't, obviously don't share John's politics, uh, but his, uh, what he does and how he does it is, is simply amazing. You don't necessarily need to be a liberal to appreciate uh, John Lining. Uh, and it was the same with these, these two other podcasts. Man, this fucking podcast, all over the place, I keep saying it, you know, and that's, that's what I say. You know, I, I told John, uh, every show, I pretty much, at the end there, I pretty much thank people uh, for taking the time to listen, because there's just so much stuff out there. It boggles one's mind. There are people pretty much doing this for a living. They're monetized and they're doing it for a living. It couldn't even, like, I couldn't, it wouldn't even, are you really serious? You know? No, no. I, I wouldn't even, you know, I like my uh, I like my amateur status. I can still play in the Olympics, although I guess they changed that back in 96. But still, <laughs> but still, you get my point. You get my point. <laughs> um. You know, to anyone I hold a phone call to, I'll get back in the next couple of days, by the way, just saying. Uh, I'm really wiped out. I'm really seriously um, kind of like uh, limping along here. I mean, I'm not in pain or anything. I'm just tired. I don't remember being this tired uh, in a good uh, good couple of years. Uh, I can say nothing uh, as far as my, my ride went, um, you know, my, my travels, the travels of LF Midwood, the adventures of LF Midwood. Uh, I had to use my aunt's suitcase because my suitcase, finally, the suitcase that I used to use to uh, when I went to, uh, when I was smuggling drugs, uh, I did not smuggle them in the suitcase, by the way. <laughs> but uh, that suitcase that I used to take with me to accompany me, my cat scratched the shit out of it. It's in, it's in shreds, pretty much. And it was one of those rolly ones, but it was a big one. Um, so I, I, it's like I had to use an, another suitcase. And uh, I know my aunt had used my suitcase because I don't remember why. So in all the cleaning out, we found uh, her suitcase uh, in the sitting room. What was her sitting room? Because it's like nothing in there now. So uh, the uh, producer and I were kept eyeballing the suitcase, and, and I'm like, I'm going to need that suitcase. So I said, you know, can you take? Because I didn't know what the, I didn't know what was coming out of that suitcase. I mean, I I literally had no idea, you know. So, um, so I says to the I says uh, to the guy there. No, I says <laughs> I says to uh, to the producer, can you? So she, she actually opened it up one night, and it was nothing but, like, clean new clothes in there, which was, like, really, oh, wow. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Maybe my aunt packed it and lost it in the house. Believe me. <laughs> Stranger things have been known to happen around here. Uh, but we didn't know for sure. So it turned out to be uh, wasn't as heavy-duty as mine because it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't, as, it wasn't as masculine. But you have a masculine son, grandson, godfather. 
No. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, but it made, the, it made the trip okay, and I was able to fit probably the same amount of stuff in there um, as I did. The, the only thing on it is it, it was just, it's black, right? But it's got all these white fleur-de-lis on it. And I don't, I don't mind Florida Lee. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back part French whenever that uh, friggin' uh, thingy comes back. Uh, should be like six to eight weeks now, maybe even less. I'll get my results from Ancestry, so I'll have an idea of my of my ethnic breakdown, I guess. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But uh, it was a small, like I said, it was a small suitcase, and not for nothing. I usually bring, I have a high, I get high in bags. I'm a bag, bag whore. I'll admit it. I am a bag whore. Uh, and I have more than a couple of uh, Maxpedition bags, which are, like, really good. Uh, but other companies have kind of caught up with them over the last X number of years. But I always used to wear a sweatshirt, which the zipper is broken on, so I have to get that fixed. I got another sweatshirt, but it's not quite the same. <laughs> I think you people understand, you know, anybody who has a piece of clothing that they're attached to, particularly an outer, you know, like an outer clothing in the winter. So... I have to take the one that I like in. I didn't get a chance to do that before I left. So I had a new sweatshirt that was a bit thinner. And normally what I do is I have um, I have the uh, what's called a Falcon 2. And it's a sweat. It's a, a, a friggin' um, knapsack. And I brought it with me every other trip down there because I can have it tight to my body and not worry about it. I can have my electronics in there because I never leave my electronics in the suitcase that go under the, under the bus thing. That would be insane. <laughs> So, you know, I keep my tablet on me, and I'm just so used to having it. Um, but I was leaving with, when I left. I left with my heavy because it was cold. If you recall, two weeks ago, it was really cold. Uh, it was cold here, and it was cold in New York. I think it was colder here. Uh, but I have a Carhartt um, jacket, the Arctic one, that's got the, uh, the nylon outside, cordura, they call it. And the whatchamacall, uh, the, the, the knapsack wouldn't fit over comfortably, because it's made a quarter or two, which is really interesting, right? <laughs> but uh, so what I did was is I brought a, um, I think, Hazard 4 or Fort Hazard. I forget the name of the company, but I have a, a mini messenger and I have a full-blown messenger. And I brought the full-blown messenger with my tablet and, you know, whatever whatever I wanted to keep on my person uh, to bring actually onto the bus carriage, you know, in, into the thing there. And uh, I was worried because it was one strap. You know, carry back and messenger bags are generally one strap, uh, but it went really well. I would have no, 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 you know, no reservations using that as a travel bag. Unfortunately, I can't fit my camera in there. My camera bag is a whole other thing. It's also made by Maxpedition, but it's made like a tank. I've dropped it three times. Uh, my aunt saw me do it. I dropped. I literally. I was not. I was woozy. I dropped the camera bag with the camera in it, and not nary a nary a disturbance to the camera. So. That thing's like bulletproof, but if I'm gonna bring that, I could just bring my camera shit, you know, like two lenses, a flash, and whatnot. And it's like, eh, fuck it, you know, I'll, I'll just bring my, uh, I'll, I'll have my phone with me, you know. It's 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 as I discussed with Gymnasium last night. It's obviously not the same. The size of the sensor is uh, is the is the dead giveaway there. But one of these days, you know, like I said, I I want to get down uh, to see Pinball Wizard, and I want to go and I want to see him, just him. I don't. I find mixing parties when I'm down there never really works out because people can never really get on the same page. So I'm uh, I'm hoping during the summer to get out to to see uh, Pinball Wizard, and then maybe one more trip to John's uh, for barbecue for staff barbecue, which I think would be good. Uh, and then I'm out. I'm gone. Uh, 
by then I would have started. We would have started packing this place up, and you know, it turns into a thing. There's more. There's more stuff here. I have. I was having this conversation with the producer. It's like I think I pretty much replaced everything that my ex-wife took from me. Now I'm not saying that this was a conscious effort on my part, but I am saying that when I look around and it's like you know I don't have that. There's like one or two minor things that like one of these days if I keep watching eBay might pop up. Probably be mine. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Don't you love for paying for stuff twice? <laughs> uh, if it makes a great story, then I guess yeah, maybe so. Uh, but so yeah, there is there is a fair amount of stuff to be packed up here, and uh, you know, they, I kept saying to John, "I miss my cats. I miss my cats." And I come in, and they're like, "Oh, it's you." And I'm like, "Okay." I would have expected a little bit more from that, <laughs> you know? Seriously, man. <laughs> Especially from Spatsy. I would have expected more. He just was just kind of, eh. He has been sleeping up by my head as of late. Uh, but that's because it's been cold. Yeah, it got cold again uh, around these parts. Uh, it's been uh, it's been in the 30s, in the low 30s. I think it might even be in the low 30s right now. Um, this room is always the warmest room. I think I've explained that before. For whatever reason, uh, this the studio office gets the most heat. The air conditioner is still in the window here, so I can feel a little air coming from it. It's not on, but I can feel a little air coming from it. But, you know, when when I finish the show, you know, I do a mic drop with the with the headphones or, well, one uh, a drop that doesn't hurt them. <laughs> I put them down, and they're kind of sweaty, <laughs> I can honestly say. You could definitely get some DNA off of those suckers if you, if you know what I'm saying, so. Uh, and it's like, cause I get warm. I get warm in the ears. It gets just go warm around my head. <laughs> I could, I might put the air conditioner on next week. Who knows? I, I am, uh, I am trying to get, and like, I will be back next week. I will be back next Saturday, hopefully with something a little bit more news and current events oriented. I know there's just tons, tons of stuff going on out there that I made no attention to within the last 10 days, <laughs> last two weeks. No, did not even a little bit, not even a little bit. Uh, so I got some, uh, I'll have some stuff to dig through uh, on that level, which would be good. You know, like I said, this was just a proof of life. I'm still here, regardless of what they told you. <laughs> I am still here. Um, I don't even think I'm going to go long. I might, I might even just do the 45. I'm coming up on the 45 mark. Uh, I may go a little bit longer. Um, everything still seems to kind of work here. It's been a while. Like I said, um, I'm using uh, but. It's called B-U-T-T, but um, for uh, for streaming to uh, this uh, IceCast server, which is, I, uh, I think, uh, I think Area 51's uh, IceCast server. And uh, I could stream directly. I could have done to our server tonight, but it didn't. We kind of want to make that move uh, unilaterally. And when I say unilaterally, I mean um, we want the server to be ready for audio, which it is now and for uh, serving files because we want to build up the archive uh, and not just start from scratch from now. I think John's got stuff uh, that he's able to throw in uh, that he's had for a bit and perhaps from some other sources, uh, a little bit of everything, radio extravaganza. So there should be some uh, maybe stuff you've never even heard before. So when the, when that server is up and serving files, it'll be set up the same. It'll be a year, a month, and a week, I think. Or maybe we won't even do week. Maybe we just do year and month. Uh, and some of it could go quite back, quite quite far. 
we'll have to obviously uh, we'll have to see how that uh, how that rolls out. Uh, but yeah, it's you know, it's like I said, I like I like being able to help John, and I certainly like being able to make uh, the programming uh, more accessible uh, to everyone. Quite frankly, and you know, our appreciation for uh, Larry and uh, and Brad and, and uh, over there over at Area Fifty One. Um, is uh you know i i can't i i couldn't i can't even describe quite frankly you know um i know that john was feeling a bit like he was maybe overstaying his stay on those servers uh that larry has provided for the last three something months going on four months and you know i had the conversation with larry larry's like well but it all goes around i mean you know your your programming helps area 51 and helps bcq so for me to provide you with some uh, way of being able to do that, you know, for however long it takes is, is, is no problem, you know, and I don't, I, it, I almost cried. I got, I got teared up. I, I teared up a little bit, you know, um, because, you know, it's, I know it's true. I know, you know, I know Larry a long time, um, you know, and I, I know he genuinely feels that way. Uh, but um, it's, you know, it was nice to hear. It was really nice to hear. And, and what was sad to hear on that call is uh, Tom died. Uh, Tom Barna, who was um, a uh, longtime uh, engineer up at BCQ, uh, passed away uh, not that long ago, I believe. Uh, there's been Facebook posts made and, and all that jazz. Um, I was fortunate enough when I was in Dallas, and now this is now a long time ago uh, when I was in Dallas. This had to be even the beginning of the Dallas. This is like 17 years ago, 15 years ago, something in there. Um, when I was still uh, doing internet stuff with BCQ on a regular basis, um, I would uh, I would talk to Tom on the phone. We'd get into the, at night. We'd get into these long insomniac phone calls that would go on for a couple of few hours, you know. And uh, and it was a regular it was a regular thing. And then I uh, I enjoy. I guess being up there, you're kind of isolated to a degree, you know. So having someone else to speak to on a semi regular basis is a good thing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I was truly sad to, uh, to hear about his passing. Uh, he was a good dude. He was a good man. Um, I don't know if I have, you know, I don't want to end on that, on that bummer note, but I don't really don't know if I had, had too much left. Uh, like I said, uh, I've been running on fumes. Uh, I've been trying to get into the proper headspace for the last couple of hours and I haven't necessarily been able to do that. Uh, not that this would have been any better if I did, <laughs> but anyway. Focus is focus, and I, I need to focus on Saturdays. Uh, and as I understand, John needs to focus on Sundays. You know, it's funny, all the things that I was like, why does he do that? Why is it like that? I don't understand. When I started doing things on my own, it became like crystal clear to me. It's like, oh, I got that now. I got that now. So he's he's taught me a lot that I didn't even realize that uh, he did, you know, as I as I get a little bit older and, and into uh, into like trying to be, produce something, <laughs> produce something, do something. God damn it. You know, and I say this to you all the time out there, you know, um, not for nothing, uh, social media podcast, do something frigate, man. I don't even care what your fucking politics are. Just do something. It's just, you know, people get away with shit because other people let them. <laughs> so we have to kind of stop, stop letting them. You know, and there needs to be more talk. There needs to be more conversation. There needs to be more discussion uh, on an overall level uh, for this republic to uh, to survive. Uh, I've always felt that, and I still do. Uh, anyway, uh, I started with uh, 
with uh, what was it? See, it's those drugs again. I started with uh, the Delawares, right? Uh, based on the true story, uh, Roscoe in there, and uh, I'm gonna go out with some uh, some old Roscoe solo. Uh, this would be when was this? It was Eric Amble? I think it's the Topic album, and uh, it's uh, if you gotta go, go now. Uh, that being said, uh, I'll be back next week. Uh, do I need to do any? Uh, yeah, let me do a quick thing because it kills me. I think it's right. Not even up here. Okay, I don't even know why. Probably because I told her not to do one thing and she didn't do anything. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, yeah, so uh, if you head over to lfmidwood.com, I don't even have the site in front of me. If you head over to uh, lfmidwood.com, uh, you'll see uh, lots of links. Uh, you'll certainly see access to my archives for the last six, uh, six years or so. And uh, if you look to the side, you'll see um, Take the Red Pill. That's uh, some of my uh, social media. And uh, under that, you'll see favorites. Uh, and some of my social media is blended in there, too, because I, yes, again, because I keep saying it, I haven't found a, uh, I haven't found a, uh, a, a, a news aggregator, a social media aggregator, I guess it is, aggravator <laughs> that I like. So anyway. Check out the uh, check out the favorites. Uh, some of, if not all, at any point during the week, wind up being uh, stuff that I wind up using for the program. Um, and if you go up top, you uh, over to the left, you see eleven LR and I. That takes you to Johnny Lightning's page, the home mothership uh, at the moment. And if you go all the way over to the right, you'll see Grits Radio. That's uh, Brad Reed and his wife, Valerie, doing a wonderful, eclectic job of producing a music show. Yeah. Um, as does Larry Will on a Saturday. And Tim Tron's on on Saturday. That, that whole Area 51 on Saturday thing is a great lineup. Uh, and they have, um, they have a chat room. But the problem is, is that I wind up getting too caught up with what's going on elsewhere, and I'm not focusing on my old program, and it kind of started to suffer a little bit for it. So I was like, you know what? Let me chill out and do take care of my own program. Um, and uh, so those are the links. Uh, those are the people that we're uh, grateful for. Uh, and uh, I'm going to uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to play uh, Eric Amble, and then I'm getting out of here. So, again, uh, and thanks for imbibing in uh, every way you have or any way you have. And uh, stay golden, pony boy. Listen to me, baby. I got something you should see. I want to be with you, girl. If you want to be with me.
South Midwood on the 11L Network. We have reached the end of this program. Please return your host to the full upright position. Say tasteless and offensive. Gotta get going, love your bye for now.